0: Uh, very lucky to be sitting in Victoria at Czech TV, and um, one of our returned volunteers is here with me, and uh, Jamie Kyles. You have done not just one term with QSO VSO; you've done several. Welcome. How are you?
1: Excellent. I'm excellent. Thank you very much indeed.
0: So, Jamie, you're retired person from the petroleum industry, oil industry?
1: That's correct, yes. I, I spent almost 30 years with Shell.
0: With Shell? And what did you do with Shell?
1: Uh, I was for most of my career, I was a middle to upper level manager. I worked in the upstream with oil and gas fields. Started as an engineer, petroleum engineer, Okay. and acquired uh, a few business skills along the way which have enabled me to uh, have some fun with uh, Kiso VSO and placements.
0: Okay, so you you come to Victoria, you're retired, and then what inspires you to actually think about serving overseas and helping in different parts of the world?
1: Well, I moved to Victoria, renovated several uh, older homes, and found I was a little bored because I retired young. And mentioned this to a military buddy of mine on a summer afternoon and a month later ended up in western Darfur uh, doing consulting work and living in an African Union uh, central camp. I met many African Union soldiers. Every one of them said, you must see different parts of Africa and i found the place very challenging but endlessly fascinating and decided i wanted to see more of the continent and that perhaps i could use the skills that i had acquired over my years at shell to make a little bit of a difference out there and so i sent in an application to kiso vso and we seem to have gotten along wonderfully since then
0: great so tanzania and uganda yeah i would
1: i was once i spent five months in kampala uh, and then two five-month placements in northwest Tanzania, when a, for working out of a small town called Bukoba.
0: Oh, you were in Bukoba. So, um, I come from Uganda, so that's really special to me that you were working there. So we kind of know, know the country together quite well, so coffee ends up being an interesting part of your work. Tell me about that.
1: Well, the interesting fact is that coffee is the second largest traded commodity by value on the planet after oil so it's not inappropriate that an old oil guy gets oh involved God, in coffee.
0: A, that's a really funny link. Okay.
1: And, and uh, it actually I find it fascinating because it the way my understanding of the coffee business has evolved demonstrates to me the value of multiple placements with, with through QSO VSL. My first placement in Kampala, by total coincidence, was with the East African Fine Coffees Association. And you can see that on the little baseball cap that's so sitting in has, front of you. He
0: has a beautiful baseball cap with a lion-drinking
1: coffee. Buonakahawa. Buona
0: Buona Kahawa, and it says E-A-F-C-A. And world, what this? World, world's, world's Wildest,
1: wildest th- Coffee, probably. Yes, <laughs>
0: World's Wildest Coffee. Okay, okay.
1: and EAFCA was essentially a marketing organization, which wanted to do some work related to the smallholder uh, farmers who grow most of the coffee in East Africa. It's only in Kenya that you actually have plantations Okay. Uh, in general. And so I spent four, four to five months interviewing all of the major most of the major players in the coffee business in Kampala and Nairobi developing uh, an understanding of the challenges and the opportunities and and articulating a strategy that this heretofore marketing organization could carry forward. Left them with a a, a report and had developed quite an understanding by the end of that placement. Came home and nothing specific happened as a result of that because well for a variety of reasons related to them being perceived as a marketing organization and perhaps not being a necessary link in the chain of developing smallholder farmer skill sets uh... my second placement was in northwest tanzania and it's totally different i was asked to work as an organizational evaluation consultant so i had a list of eight ngos uh, that I had to evaluate as potential long-term partners for VSO Tanzania. So I spent three weeks with each organization, uh, looked at annual reports, looked at financial statements, talked to the the, the lead dogs, uh, the, the head guys and gals, and then talked to the people in the trenches and assessed the differences in their stories and so on and um, made some field trips to their activities and uh, made recommendations about yes or no whether VSO Tanzania should be involved with them. One of those organizations was the Kolping Society of Tanzania, the lay apostolate of the Catholic Church.
0: Can you spell Kulping? Kolping?
1: K-O-L-P-I-N-G. And that's the, the lay section of the Catholic Church, who do a tremendous amount of, of very good work, and have worked with smallholder farmers for 20 years, primarily related, focusing on food supply, because subsistence farmers, very poor, you can't feed your kids you're really not going to pay much attention to anything else that's the first priority well I had a it's huh, corny but a, an epiphany one day when I realized that the the organizational skills that coping had imparted to these smallholder farmers in their various villages was that it's the key foundational building block of, of a successful working with the coffee the coffee business all these smallholder farmers grow coffee. It's their only cash crop. They intercrop it with their food crops. Um, and when I was in Uganda, I realized, I, I interviewed uh, some consultants working on a USAID project, which was a $5 million project for uh, 80,000 farmers. And they had spent half of their money training farmers in things that had nothing to do with coffee, they had to do with group dynamics. Uh, how, to, how to work as a team, how to form committees, how to elect leaders, how to fire leaders, and so on and so forth. Copling had done that with their farmers, to a certain extent, in, a, in quite a number of villages. And I realized that, that that critical enabling factor existed there. You can't just walk into any village and make a coffee project and go. And so I wrote a job description for myself to go back to.
0: All right. And I went
1: back three months later and worked with Colping and the agronomic staff in their head office, and we put together uh, this Col Kul Cafe, Colping Coffee, Coal Cafe project, which will increase farmers' income from coffee over a period of five years by a factor of between five and eight times. Think about it. They're only cash crop. That's the huge. revenue increase of five to eight times and I did a full risk assessment to the extent that I was personally able to have political issues and technical issues and there's very low risk of this not working. Now it costs $100,000 per village. A village is notionally 300 farmers, 1500 people. Um, it is a loan to the village farmers which will be repaid at the end of five years. A keystone enabling factor is establishing a bank in the village, call it a SACOS or a microfinance facility. But the farmers have no choice. They are connected. I shouldn't say they have no choice. The farmers are connected directly to the international marketplace in terms of selling their product, which has not happened historically. A check comes back from the weekly auction to the SACOS to the bank loan repayments are taken off first and then, and then the money flows to the farmers. Okay. So, so the loan will be repaid and the lovely factor to me is that those funds recycle into a subsequent implementation. So money is reused and recycled from pro- from village to village, reinvested. Albeit diminishing for the effects of inflation. So I put that project together, the financial parts of it and the technical parts of it, with a lot of help from the Culping people and others and there are a number of partners in the project Um, National Coffee Research Institute, commercial coffee companies uh, Culping, BSO, a variety of of players and we submitted the project to the United Nations uh, annual seed competition which was about 1200 entries in 2009 from around the world development projects and lo and behold we we won one of the top 20 awards so it's added a little soup song of legitimacy to the project and um so there we are
0: okay so jamie you go and help uh, initiate or move forward something really quite special in in a community and now you have kind of an attachment to that community i understand tell me about what you are trying to do now for them
1: well i have several dimensions of attachment here um (laughs) One is that I became entangled with three young children when I was there, whose they and their mom lived in a little cement hut behind my modest, modest apartment. vso puts people in modest apartments, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which I is one of the things I like, keeping overhead low.
0: Yes, and, um, it, and it keeps people in contact with the community.
1: You betcha, and this is a prime example. I helped, they were very poor, I helped the kids out a little bit, getting one of them in school, but between my placements, the mom died. Oh, no and the kids were headed for the street and the young agronomist that I worked with at uh, Colping became their effective auntie and uh, a group of people good friends of ours who live in Victoria and ourselves have arranged for the children to be put in a in a private residential school which is actually operated by the Colping Society and uh, so we have um, we have three children that we're very tightly connected with. They they had been living up in the hill country. Uh, the father was nowhere in sight. And so the, even though they were seven, nine, and ten, they, they went into grade one. Uh, so it's a, like a, a twelve, at least a 12-year commitment that we and our friends have taken on. And uh, it's magic because they're being taught in English. And they had no English when I was there. I taught them how to play X's and O's and croconoles with charcoal on the front porch, which they had there's no toys in Bokoba. Kids don't play. It's a it's 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 a harsh life, and so they're now in a private residential school, which is very very high quality, top notch, and their entire lives are changed for the sake of two dollars and fifty cents a day per kid. So we got a team of friends in Victoria doing that. So the other
0: did that, and then there's something to do with coffee.
1: Well, the other connection is with the coffee project, and 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 if you can successfully change a community by improving the revenue stream from their only cash crop significantly that that can have a huge positive impact on the quality of life and so I have a connection back to making that happen I'm doing some fundraising the NGO that I work with uh, the coping society has paid the first 40% of the projects cost in the first village and they will match any funds that I raise uh, and so I'm trying to raise 30 grand, and that'll be 60, and that'll pay the $100,000 cost of the first implementation.
0: And how do people get in touch with you, uh, Jamie, if they want to help you?
1: James Kyles at yahoo.ca, and that's K-Y-L-E-S. And um, I'd be really interested in talking with folks
0: about that. So about you're going to send me some information so that I can put this with this podcast. So there's the children. There's the um, Coal Café uh, Project, it's, that's, that's is that what name. you call it? That's the name of it, Coal yes. Café Project. Then there's QSO VSO. And we hope that you'll re-volunteer uh, and come back with us again. seems like you have so much to offer. You took your wife on one of those assignments and she ended up teaching as well, I hear.
1: Yeah, she taught high school first. She went and knocked on the local high school door and was welcomed with open arms and taught a class, a grade 12 class of girls, uh, mathematics, uh, for a couple of months and uh, enjoyed herself thoroughly and had a wonderful experience.
0: So this is a lesson to all of you out there who who are preparing to retire or just retired that uh, you can continue to make life interesting and rewarding for yourself as well as communities all around the world using your expertise in whatever industry that you have worked in And, Jamie, thank you so much for your service to QSO VSO. We hope to see you re-volunteer again.
1: I'll be there. Thank you.